0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOpen.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with me today because we have a very special guest with us. We have with us today, Dr. Paula Chambers. She is an instructor, speaker, writer, and presenter, and she's also a second degree black belt NIA technique instructor. I am not too familiar with what NIA is, so I'm very excited to have her here today to talk to us about how she stumbled upon this healing technique and how she is using it to help other people not just move in their lives but also transform their entire lives so I cannot wait to talk to her about this thank you so much Paula for being here with us today
1: I am totally excited to be here and speak with you live I've listened to many more episodes of your show than I planned to because it's just so resonant with the values that I have and the and the goals and values that Nia Technique advances as a movement practice, your focus on on uh, authenticity and being your best self, even if it might displease someone else. Radical authenticity. That's what Nia is all about. And that's what I'm all about. So I am super happy to be
0: here. Well, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, And like you said, a lot of our our content and our values really line up so i know that everything that you're going to be talking to us about today is going to be so beneficial to our audience but before we really get into what nia is and how it can help people why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you stumble upon this because i know this is not something that most people know about so how did you find it You're right, most people have not heard of it. We're trying to fix that, but it takes
1: time. Mm -hmm. Uh, My life has had two major strands. My official career has centered on writing and language. I spent my 30s in the academic world, earning my PhD in English and teaching English composition. Then I spent most of my 40s in the nonprofit sector as a grant writer, raising money for social justice, the environment, and the arts. Then in my late 40s, I started an online publishing business called Versatile PhD. I published original content by and for PhDs about how PhDs in humanities and science could find satisfying careers outside of academia. So basically my official career has been all about written communication, teaching it, doing it myself and recruiting others to do it as a publisher. But that entire time while I was doing all those things, the other strand was dance. My life was, my personal life was filled with dance activities. Amateur, I was never a professional dancer. I never wanted to be. I just love to move. And I would say yes to almost any invitation to come dance or, or move or do something dancey. So uh, I danced at the Renaissance Fair in the 80s and 90s as a performer on the stage. I I DJed parties, I produced dance numbers for elaborate theme parties, I participated in the folk dance community of Los Angeles, my city, and I even met my husband while social dancing. We were doing West Coast Swing in a hotel bar. (laughs) And I just always chose to spend my free time dancing, but I saw my dance life as just fun and I never imagined that it could be a career or should be a career or even really had anything to do with my awesomeness as a person. I really just did not know that until 2010. That's when I discovered Nia technique. I was taking Pilates, and my Pilates teacher was also the Nia teacher of the studio, and she was urging me to try Nia. Oh, Paula, you would really like Nia. And I certainly hadn't heard of it, and it sounded a little weird, but you know me, I say yes to all things dance. So I went, okay, sure, what the hell, right? How weird can it be? I've done everything else. (laughs) And so I, I went to her Nia class, And it was more than just fun it was meaningful it was personal it wasn't about performing it's not in a dance dance class you're learning how to execute movements correctly there's mirrors you're checking how you look do I look right in Nia it's not about executing things correctly it's about feeling what it feels like inside your body to do these movements approximately like this. You don't have to, there's no technique, there's no exact detail about what is right and what is wrong, there is no right and wrong. There is only sensation. And my first teacher and every Nia teacher encourages students throughout the hour to sense their bodies. They demonstrate the moves to the beautiful, inspiring music, totally unlike gym fitness dance music. Totally not wompa wumpa wumpa. It's way more interesting world music. So the music you've not heard before. And that helps you have a fresh sensory experience as you explore what your body feels like today, doing these movements. And yeah, you build up a sweat, you do burn calories, but that's not what it's about. Yeah. What it's about is sensing your body while moving and all my dancing days i had never been told to sense my body while moving and it was completely amazing nia opened for me a whole new awareness of my inner world the body that i am in as a you know intellectual i had always been kind of cerebral i had imagined that paula was located above my neck, you know, in my head, and that my body was pretty much a pedestal, a roving pedestal for my head. And I had these two little arms to shovel food in to keep the head going. But when I started taking Nia, it made my body come alive for me, and I realized my body is me. Without my body, I wouldn't be here to be doing any of the awesome things that I had done at that point. And I began to, it, it was just so powerful to discover that only I know exactly what my body feels like. And based on the nature of my trauma, that was an important realization that I got to own a definition of myself, that this, these sensations are me. I am in my body. And so I began to develop a whole new body-based sense of self. And I, uh, it was just incredibly healing for me. Now I know what I did not know then that a, uh, downstream side effect of trauma is dissociation from your bodily senses.
0: Well, I was just going to so, say that. I was just going to ask you that because that's what I've, you know, experienced a lot with people who have traumas that they disassociate. So
1: yes. And that is why <laughs> Nia is a particularly good practice for people who have trauma and frankly who doesn't of some kind or other you know not everyone has had an ied blow up in front of them or been a victim of violent crime but show me a perfectly functional family show me a person who has grown up completely unbattered in some way emotionally socially spiritually show me and that person would still like nia because it's still fun even (laughs) if you don't have anything to heal from
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I always say it, even birth is traumatic, right?
1: (laughs) Yes. There's a whole thing now, a whole literature now about birth trauma. Right. Um, developing a body-based sense of self was very powerful for me and and I uh, a few years later I was inspired to take the Neo white belt which is the first level of teacher certification you don't have to want to be a teacher to take the white belt it's also just for avid NIA students who really want more who want a deep dive and learn more deep in their practice so I wasn't necessarily going to become a teacher <clears throat> but I took the white belt and it it blew my mind even more the white belt is about the art of sensation (coughs) excuse me and it teaches you to sense your body and to view your sensations as your body's voice your body has a voice it cannot speak to you in words it speaks only in sensation but the body never lies whereas the mind can lie all the time the mind has to be always busy doing something it can excuse me of course i have a little coughing fit right now right but (laughs) naturally the mind is constantly occupying itself with analyzing and synthesizing and judging and justifying and and rectifying and tearing down and all the things that the mind does none of which is necessarily true just because you think it you might think something and discover it really isn't true at all whereas the body never lies so when i took that white belt and discovered that about my sensation it really changed my life it started to change my relationships as i began to sense my body while in conversation especially while in difficult conversation and i began to speak from my body speak from my bone marrow to speak my truth um and so anyway as i as i i did decide to teach and i thought oh it's no big deal i'll teach one class a week it's like a hobby i can run my business and i can teach nia on the side sure well within a few months i was teaching three times a week and i had so much infinite energy for nia and my energy for my business was like (laughs) so my body was saying to me do more of this and we don't really like that other thing so much. So it, it was uh, in 2016. I my body spoke clearly and said, "Dude, you need to sell your business and devote yourself to Nia full time because that's where your healing is. That's where your awesomeness comes out." It took me two years to find a buyer, but I did do it. In 2018, I sold, and uh, I am now all Nia all the time. The pandemic pushed me onto Zoom, and to my total shock, I actually love teaching on Zoom. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I love how powerfully the encouragement to sense transmits through the lens of Zoom, I, of Zoom. I'm amazed that I can get people to sense their bodies even though we're not in the same room, but I can, and I love it. So now I teach three, te- three classes a week from my home studio. And uh, my inner awesomeness comes out more as a Nia teacher than in any of my previous roles. Being a Nia teacher has taken everything that I have loved and been passionate about, dance, language, music, self-discovery, healing, and braided it all together, braided my two strands together for the first time. So I feel more fully, fabulously, flagrantly me than I ever have before.
0: I love that. And you can tell that you are definitely an English teacher because your use of words is so beautiful and elegant. But I wanna go back and talk to you for a moment because you talk about being a black belt or a white belt. And I know personally myself, if I didn't know anything about Nia, which I really don't, it sounds like karate or some type of martial art that way. Is there any similarity with that in Nia or?
1: Um, Yes, Nia is uh, the first ever hybrid movement practice. It was founded in the early 80s by two professional aerobics teachers as a reaction against the unhealthy side effects of traditional aerobics, which were all the rage at that time, the whole Jane Fonda era. Right. And pe- people were getting injured, especially teachers, all that bouncy, 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 bounce, all that high impact. So, and but also the no pain, no gain attitude of conventional fitness was leading people to get more injured and was not what Debbie and Carlos Rosas Uh, wanted in their lives even though they loved to move so they explored nine movement forms three kinds of dance three kinds of martial arts and three of the healing arts and they blended they took elements of each of those nine movement forms and blended them together to create the Nia technique Um, those three martial arts are Tai Chi Taekwondo and Aikido Now it is, a neoclass is not nine sections, each one devoted to each of those nine movement forms. They took pages out of those nine books, so to speak, sticking with the English metaphors. (laughs) They took pages from, energetic pages from, those movement practices and blended them together. So, uh, and they also did borrow the belt system from the martial arts. To, uh, to name and stratify the NIA education programs that they created alongside the practice itself. There's the white belt, and then you take your blue belt, and then brown belt, black belt, first degree black, and second degree black. I am second degree black at this point. I've taken all of the NIA training programs that exist including the shorter, smaller ones that are not belts, but sort of build outs of the practice. And I have learned so much from Nia Education. It really presents a worldview that is body centered, where your body is the source of your truth.
0: That's amazing. And I'd love you to talk more about how it helps with trauma because I know that we were talking earlier and you were talking about how, when your parents divorced when you were young, that that was very traumatic for you. And I'm sure that's probably wasn't the only trauma that you've had in your life, but uh, this has helped you to work through some of that. Is that correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. I understand more about it now, now that I've been doing Nia for 12 years, than when I started, I did not instantly recognize, oh, this will help me heal my developmental trauma. I, I did not see it that way at the time. Um, But now that I have had additional training in trauma-informed movement teaching and about trauma itself, I now understand that when my parents got divorced when I was four and five years old, I say four and five because their marriage was crumbling when I was four and they actually got divorced when I was five. So it was a two-year period. But anyway, uh, that really was the biggest trauma of my life. And I have since learned more about divorce and its effect on children also. And I have learned that the worst kind of divorce on the child is what they call a low conflict divorce. My parents did not yell at each other. Nobody was hitting anybody or throwing anything. No, No dishware was broken at all. They were. They pretended that things were fine for that year when I was four. And I know this because I recently found a letter that my mother wrote to her mother telling her that she was going to get divorced and why. And she described that she said that they decided that they couldn't just go on pretending things were fine anymore. And that it was even affecting Paula, that Paula's behavior was showing. Um, that things were not right. And hopefully after they got divorced and the outside matched the inside better, that Paula would relax. So, and I know that four-year-olds and five-year-olds, that's a time of life when you are just beginning to become independent from your parents. Mm-hmm. Obviously not financially independent, but I mean like deciding what you're gonna do right now. I'm gonna go draw a pumpkin, or I'm gonna go swing on this swing, and that's when that's the, the age when the child has impulses to go do something that did not originate with the parent, and so at people who have uh, d- divorcing parents at that time um, get very wounded in their self esteem. It's very wounding when you 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 are striking out and doing things for the first time and yet you receive this giant punishment of your parents getting divorced of course they're not related but to the four and five-year-old's mind they are Mm -hmm. the five-year-old does not have the cognitive ability to go oh well gee my parents are having problems but i'm okay Uh, no they just don't they just don't they think i was bad i caught they're still young enough to think they cause everything that happens to them right, right so i took on this deep bruise in my heart that i was bad that i was a bad person that i had to work very hard and be excellent at everything from then on in order to be worthy of love and of the space that i take up so nia helped me heal better than years of therapy although i'm sure the therapy cont- But when I got to Nia, and I started moving and sensing my body, it filled in this giant gap in my self concept of who Paula really is apart from what other people think of her. I mean, and I was, you know, 48. (laughs) This was not, you know, this was a long time coming. I'm sure that the fact that part of who I am as a person is that I love to move. That, of course, made Nia more powerful for me than it would be for a person who doesn't like to move. Mm -hmm. But it was just the right fit. And the encouragement to sense my body did lead me to finally develop the appropriate sense of self that I should have developed when I was five.
0: I think that's really interesting. And I can see where movement would be an important factor in connecting to your body, because I mean, that's, hello, that's how we connect is that we move. And when you talk about trauma and people disassociating, it's like you're outside of that body. So when you start doing these movement practices, you are getting more inside of your body and connecting to who you truly are. So I feel like this would be a really good and beneficial program or course for someone who maybe isn't comfortable with verbalizing everything.
1: That's also true that in, uh, that as we move, the experience of moving is nonverbal. It is a different thing than the experience of speaking or thinking or even drawing. I mean, that's also nonverbal, but it's different. It's visual art on paper versus moving your body it's the movement arts.
0: So yes, I can see where that would be very beneficial to um, a lot of people because I know in my own experience with working with clients, sometimes, I'll have people say to me, like, I don't want to verbalize what happened to me, like, I don't want to say it. And so we have to come up with other ways of addressing Mm -hmm. that. And especially when dealing with maybe children who are not very verbal, maybe they're nonverbal because they have, um, you know, if there's autism, they're dealing with that. I could see that this would be a really beneficial thing because again, that, that's a big key piece is that verbal component that just a lot of people are not comfortable with. They really don't want to have to verbalize the past And this sounds like you're kind of connecting and dealing with it in a way that it's not so obvious and in your face because you said you didn't right away realize that you were healing yourself by doing what you were doing. So for people who when we say you need to heal, go, oh, (laughs) I don't want to do that, I don't want to look at that, you know, because maybe there's a little fear and, and anxiety there this might be a really great fit for them
1: it might it might um the children thing i'm less certain about there are nia teachers who teach nia to children i'm not one of them so uh i can refer anyone interested in that to one of them i know them all Um, Mm -hmm. so there is that but um i want to describe nia a little bit more nia is Uh, not totally free-form movement. There is choreography in Nia. It is very accessible, it is doable for any body, but it is choreography. About 80 to 90 percent of each Nia class is choreography. And the other 10 or 20 percent is what we call free dance. In those times, you can do whatever you want, including you know, lying down on the floor and doing nothing, just breathing, or including rolling around and having a tantrum or including anything, really seriously, anything. <laughs> but during the choreographed parts, um, the teacher's role is to model the moves and encourage people to personalize the moves by choosing to do it in their way. Maybe their body, for example, has a limitation. Maybe they're in a wheelchair. Maybe they just had rotator cuff surgery and they can't move their right arm. Whatever the physical limitation is, is not a liability in Nia because nobody is surveilling you or judging you or trying to teach you skills that will be performed on some stage. In theory, none of that. It is not a performing art. It is an experience so the nia teacher's role is to both model the moves and also encourage individual variation and those variations can also take the form of emotional variations you can choose to do a movement that seems emotionally say happy or joyful and you can do that in a way that you you can imbue that movement with any emotion like and emotions come up from your body maybe for some random ass reason you suddenly feel frustrated you can do that movement frustrated you can do that any way you want physically and emotionally and you don't have to explain anything to anybody you just go through the class you sweat you do the moves as best you can personalize based on what your body's voice is saying if your body says Oh, I'm tired today. I want to go easy today. Then that's what you do. Nobody, the teacher doesn't say, come on, work harder, get them up, get them up. None of that. It is not like the gym. It is a movement experience that is facilitated and infinitely personalizable.
0: And are the movements just, I know you said you can do whatever you want however you're feeling but are they typically like slower movements or
1: um there is a each near class has a uh, has an arc we start slow to warm up the body like most fitness classes we start uh, in that way, it is similar to a regular dance fitness class. We start slow to move up the body, and then as the, as the, as the class progresses, the music gets higher energy and the movements get more vigorous, and then as, as we, then we cool down towards the end, and we get on the floor, and we have what's called floor play, which is different from just what you expect at a gym, like, okay, we're on the floor, no, thank, thank God the hard work is over, now we do sit-ups. It's not that. It's playing on the floor now that you don't have to be standing up you can do things with your body on the floor that you can't standing up and there's a playfulness to being on the floor so floor play is the second to last section and uh and then we we finish the class and and step out we start by stepping in we end by stepping out so it is it is definitely a cardio modality but with that asterisk on it that you if you are very unfit or if you've never danced before in your life you can just barely do the moves you can gesture towards the moves you can do it from a chair you can do it feel like green eggs and ham you can do it on a truck <laughs> you can do it with a duck you can do it however you need to do it uh, in order to make it work for you and make you be able to s- sustain your presence in the class for the whole hour
0: that's really uh a great thing because for people who might be intimidated it's nice to know that you know you just make this your own which is great because it's all skill levels and so there's no reason to be afraid to even nope. go and check out a class and see i love zumba i do zumba all the time because i love to dance too and i'm not so much a big fan of lifting weights and all of those things that you have to do and those rigorous workout classes. So this sounds like something that would be very enjoyable.
1: I think it would. It's notably different from Zumba. In Zumba, what, what is similar is that Zumba is about fun. It's like, you know, let's make this a party. There's a party spirit of Zumba. But in, in Nia, Nia is designed to create a feeling called the joy of movement, which we take a little more seriously than just a party. The joy of movement is an embodied state of consciousness, where you are in the music, in the movement, you are experiencing what we call movement, music, and magic together. And it is a captivating, spiritually inspiring experience. So it's a little bit different in that regard from Zumba, even though they both involve dancing to music and having a good time.
0: Well, that sounds awesome. And I know that you uh, have a special offer for our guests. So if our guests want to follow you or try a class, um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about how they can do that? Absolutely. I would
1: love to have fellow awesomeness seekers in my class. Uh, Like I said, I teach on Zoom, so it doesn't matter where you are. You simply go to my website, www.paulachambers.me, and uh, click, read as much as you like about me and blah, 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 look at my pretty pictures. And when you're ready, click the yellow Book Now button, and you will see my schedule of upcoming classes. When you register for a class, you can get a free class by using the discount code
0: AWESOME that is really truly awesome so thank you so much for extending that offer to my audience members and i will have the link in the show notes as well as the the code to put in so that you can try out a free class and really i highly encourage you to take advantage of that because it's so hard to find things that really resonate with you and a lot of people put off fitness they put off Getting their emotional and physical bodies well. And a big part of that is because we resist. You know, we just don't wanna, we overthink it and we go, I don't wanna do that, and we dread it. But when you find something that you really, seriously, and truly love, it makes it so much easier to connect and to make it a good habit. And it would be great if people found this and it helped them not just physically but help them emotionally too, and help them to, um, be in a better head space and heart space.
1: That's right. I can't tell you enough how, well, from a purely pragmatic perspective, how efficient it is to work on yourself physically and emotionally at the very same time in the
0: same hour. What a
1: time saver is that,
0: (laughs) right? We're always looking for shortcuts. So what a wonderful way to do that. (laughs) exactly but more than that
1: i just want to leave your listeners with this thought especially the people who listen to you again and again and again you people have the nia value system already if you like melissa oatman's thoughts and advice and the things she talks about you are a perfect fit for nia everything you have not liked or been bored by about a gym class will be not present for you in Nia. Nia is completely different and you can, it will help you release your inner awesomeness. Let me help you do that.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for being here today and just for sharing all of your wisdom because I had never heard of Nia before you came on our show. and. It sounds fascinating, I really want to check into it and learn more about it and I encourage our audience members today to do the same, but I want to thank you for coming here and sharing with us your amazing knowledge and your experiences.
1: Well, and thank you Melissa for being a, uh, a channel of such important information for humanity, I really believe in your show and your worldview.
0: Thank you. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today. Again, I highly encourage you to go check out Paula's website and to take advantage of the the offer that she has given you. Everything will be in the show notes. You can go directly there. As always, I want to thank you for listening to our show. And if you like the show, I ask that you leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share it with anyone you think might enjoy it. I hope that you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.